At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong, unmatched employees, unmatched customer care, unmatched fiber network. everyone and welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host Seth Prentice and today I'm super excited to have Rotarians on from the Rotary Club of Zelianople. Archie, Kathy, and Rich, welcome to the show. Hey thanks Seth, thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you. you Zach. Hey I, I am a fellow Rotarian myself and I love every Rotarian I ever meet because your hearts are always in the right place, service above self. And today, we're here to talk about a major anniversary for your Rotary Club. Why don't you all tell the listeners what celebration you're about to have? Uh, yeah, if you guys are okay with it, I'll, I'll start us off. Uh, my name's Rich Gelati. I'm the current president of the Zelianopa Rotary Club, and we are proud to announce we are celebrating our club's 100th birthday. Holy smokes. Not many Rotary clubs can say that. So your club would have started in 1924? That is correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm, sh I'm sure there's been a lot of service projects in that time. There have been a monumental amount of service projects, both locally and globally, which is one of the biggest strengths of Rotary is. Uh, it's such a huge organization. It can do things on a global scale. But the uh, heart and soul of Rotary is small town USA. So we're also small enough um, to really take care of the people in our communities as well. Well, why don't we get into the the celebration of your 100 years first, and then maybe we'll do a little uh, road down uh, history and enjoy some uh, memorable times. So that's a great idea. Yeah. We, we're going to have to have our Bella the Ball, Kathy Corcoran, talk about <laughs> the, the 100th celebration because she just runs it all. Well, Kathy, uh, what a segue. I know, I know. I, I feel good about that. Thank you, Rich. Uh -huh. we, uh, we are planning a very special evening. Uh, we are going to have a fabulous meal catered by John Marshall Catering. And the reason I'm pitching him is because he's also our current district governor. Uh, we are in a rotary district of 43 clubs. And John's currently the district governor. And so we're really excited that he's going to wear two hats that night. We are going to have entertainment by the Seneca Valley Madrigal Singers, which I'm excited about too, because a lot of our programming in Rotary is directed at raising our youth, instilling leadership skills in our youth. Um, and we couldn't be happier to have them uh, participate. Our keynote speaker is a Rotary Zone leader in Zone 33. And clubs tear up to districts and districts tear up to zones. And Patrick Eeks from Zone 33, he's from North Carolina. He's a zone director. He's going to be our keynote speaker. And he's super excited about coming <laughs> up. And he, he wanted his history lesson about our club. And we were more than happy to send him a lot of information. So dinner, a program, we're also going to have a special gift basket raffle and hold, hold on to your seats, folks. We are going to have a cookie table, a Pittsburgh cookie table cool. for dessert. 
along with ice cream. So oh, we're, right. we have a lot of great bakers in our club and friends of our club that are baking. And we're going to feature cookies that were popular in each of the 10 decades. Well, how clever is that? I know. It, you, I'll tell you what, you can find anything on the internet. <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, Kathy, how about we uh, uh, start at the beginning here. When is the Centennial Gala? Saturday, February 17th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Stables at Conequinesson, which is a an event venue um, off of 68. When you leave Zealy, you're on your way to Butler and it'll be on the left. Perfect. And then I've, or I'm not going to fool the audience. I've already uh, went and looked at, you have a great Eventbrite website which I will share in the notes of the show. So if anyone would like to learn more information or to purchase tickets, but I did notice that the attire for this event might not be a normal attire because most people might just be thinking a normal casual dinner, but uh, you guys are going a little bit more upscale. We are because it, after all, it is a hundred years and that only comes once every hundred years. So uh, we're requesting cocktail attire, which would be, um, you know, uh, it can be a, a, like a semi-formal, like a cocktail dress for women and men wearing a suit and a tie, or well, some men prefer to wear tuxes. Hey, so. it was the Roaring Twenties, so if anyone would like to wear their best uh, flapper dresses and men, you know, come in the penguin tuxedos, I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to uh, look twice at you. So, I and the other big thing I... I want to ask is your keynote speaker. What is so special about, you know, who you have coming? Because I don't know if anyone outside of Rotary understands the importance of your guest. Patrick Eeks is um, an up and coming leader in Rotary International. He's extremely charismatic. He loves Rotary and he's all about helping clubs and districts to meet their goals and to exceed their goals and to share Rotary with their community. It's amazing. Well, how can we help all of you with this wonderful evening you have coming up? I would say you can come and enjoy the evening with us. If a fancy banquet isn't your style, we're going to have a community pancake breakfast on Sunday, April 21st to celebrate the centennial with the Zealian Opal community and, and those surrounding areas. That's amazing. I didn't realize that you were guys were planning an additional event. Yeah, we're actually going to celebrate the centennial throughout the year. Um, put a special emphasis on it at the 4th of July parade, which um, we actually organized that for the community of Zealian Opal. So we'll be sharing, celebrating our centennial there too. And if anyone, and I'll put this out there now, would like to volunteer to help with the parade, please, if you've never, if all you've ever done has been a spectator, I am telling you, this thing requires a lot of work, time, and dedication. And the members of the Rotary Club do such a phenomenal job. But it is the most organized chaos you've ever seen, especially when it comes time to getting all the floats down uh, uh, Main Street. I, I give you all credit 
because that's a perfect it, way to describe it organized <laughs> chaos it yeah. takes such a big crew and we're so blessed in our community there's so many groups that that help us to typically every year a boy scout troop or a girl scout troop you know will come in the last week or two to assist the uh, lions club um, members from other clubs in the surrounding areas cranberry um, portersville butler will show up and um, a number of uh, police officers too from different um, stations nearby will come and help as well uh, and I, I look forward to everything that you have coming up during the year and we'll also share you know your website and facebook page because you guys keep that pretty active and updated so this way if people would like to get more involved or learn more about all that you're doing doing during your uh, centennial celebration we can uh, get that out there for them but now let's Let's focus on 100 years of the Zelianopoul Rotary Club and 100 years of service. You know, what are some of those memories of the club? You know, some things that might have happened during your time of service or maybe happened before any of us might have even thought of Rotary. Yeah, I think it'd be great for Archie to talk about that. Archie's one of our uh, longest active members. Um, So maybe, Archie, could you tell him when you joined our club and, and what you guys were doing at that time? Sure, love to do that. Um, yes, I uh, I joined Rory in 1980. Came to Zillianople in 1979 and uh, was invited to join Rory. Uh, I have a little side thing on that. I uh, born in Scotland, and Scotland, and the way I got to the United States, I was sponsored by a Rotarian from Jamestown, New York. And so... Uh, that was the way we were able to get uh, into the country because uh, he gave me an uh, opportunity to work for him in the automobile business. And uh, and we ended up going to Zillianople in 1979, and I was invited to join the Rotary Club. Uh, so I'm kind of paying back for uh, the wonderful work that the Rotarian did for me and helped me to get uh, immigrated to the United States. Um, um, the Rotary Club uh, obviously has changed. I mean, I've been a member now 44 years on March the 1st. And uh, one of the big things that, that really happened was back in 1989, when Rory voted to admit women into a club. You know, it originally started with four gentlemen in Chicago in 1904 uh, as a business uh, meeting. You had to have business classification, that type of thing. Uh, But when we got the women uh, into the club, uh, it changed a little bit more from a standpoint of doing more work in the community. course, with internet, social media, Facebook, um, we were able to make a lot of contacts in the local community. And uh, so I've seen a pretty major change in what we do locally, uh, although we still support Rotary International. uh, I'm the chairperson for the Rotary Foundation for the club, and we still support the work of Rotary worldwide, uh, I believe last year, just uh, worldwide, uh, Rory uh, 
paid out $300 million to help people in countries that need our help and water and, and some of the things to uh, improve their conditions. Uh, currently, we have 49 members in our club. Uh, again, we started off with one lady in the club. We now have 16 ladies in the club. So, you know, that's 32%. Wow. A third of our club is uh, have ladies in the club, and they come with a lot of energy. Uh, you, know, you ask them to do a task, and they get it done. So I, I, I want to give the ladies a big shout-out for the work they do. Uh, for a small club, I got involved in uh, 1985, 86 with the uh, <clears throat> uh, Ann Polio campaign. You know, polio was a major problem in our country. Um, there was an effort to uh, come up with a proper uh, way to handle that. Uh, through, uh, Pittsburgh was very heavily involved in coming up with the what was needed to, to help eradicate polio from the world. And right now we're at 99.9%. There's only one or two uh, countries left uh, and we'll get that program. So that has been a major, major challenge for us over the years. And uh, hopefully we'll get that accomplished here shortly. Uh, I, I keep looking back on that and think of all the children in the other countries as well as America that we've saved lives and made life uh, much better for everyone. So I, I'm very proud that Rory took that challenge up and we're going to get it completed before it's over with. And then there's a lot of other programs that we've been involved with a local club that I'm sure Kathy can reveal to this, but we've We've also done uh, travelogues, uh, kind of involved with that for over 20 years. We provided bus service from our senior citizens' home. We put on travel programs in the wintertime. Uh, we just announced this morning that we're going to continue with RILA, which is a program for uh, juniors and senior high. Uh, it's a leadership uh program that's conducted at uh, college in New Wilmington. And these are young people that come in there for a week and we have leaders come in uh, that show them all the leadership skills and so forth. I mean, that's just, you know, one of the many programs that we have. So I'm pretty proud of our program in the club. We've been a very active club. It's been up and down. We went from 30 at one time. We're close to 47 members now. But there's a lot of enthusiasm in, uh, uh, in, in the club now, more so that we have the ladies involved and we're more involved with local community. And to add what Rich said, <clears throat> the community has been very grateful in, in helping us reach some of the goals that we need to reach to help our community between the food covered and, and the other programs that we do. So uh, there's a big shout out to our local community for supporting us. And that's just kind of a recap of where I've been involved over the years and, and going forward, I think we'll continue with the good work we're doing. 
No, and I appreciate it because, you know, it's not often we get to remind ourselves, especially as Rotarians, of, you know, where things have come along the lines. And I I totally forgot about one of the biggest milestones in Rotary history of when women were finally, you know, allowed and welcomed into Rotary. And it's just one of those things that you forget about because of how far we've come. But that was definitely uh, something that needed to be done. And I'm glad that we talk about it as uh, today. There there wouldn't be a probably Rotary if we didn't have, you know, uh, members and especially our, our leaders, um, you know, look at who rotary international president is whoever would have thought that 40 50 years ago so um and seth since um since i've been uh the president of the rotary club um something i've been very active in doing is trying to recruit people in my age group our age group um so you know 30 and under 40 and under um and I've gotten a lot of questions about Rotary, you know, that people just don't know much about. Like, you know, you you see the wheel when you drive into a town, maybe on like a little sign. But um, things I get asked a lot uh, that I think are really interesting that I've had to do some homework on are like, well, why'd Rotary start? And Archie touched on that. Um, Paul Harris was a lawyer in Chicago um, and got a group of business people together Um and, and, you know, that's how Rotary is born. But the first ever r- official Rotary project was in Chicago to bring rest stations to the public, which is a fancy way to say bathroom. So in Chicago at that time, it stunk. The sanitation was awful. Um, and people got sick because of that, too. Um, not just being inconvenienced, but really it was a real actual problem. Uh, Rotary came together uh, in its infancy and brought rest stations to downtown Chicago. Um, So literally to say like Rotary hit the ground running, you know, it was brand new. No one's ever heard of it. It was only in one little city and all of a sudden they're changing lives. Um, Another cool thing I learned about Rotary is all the amazing people that are Rotarians. Um, JFK was a Rotarian. Mm -hmm. Um, Bill Gates, Neil Armstrong, uh, Walt Disney, Sam Walton, um, J.C. Penny, Colonel Sanders, one of my personal favorites, um, <laughs> Sir Winston Churchill, um, Franklin D. Roosevelt. These are just, you know, some of the biggest names that people would recognize. Uh, Margaret Thatcher is another uh, very recognizable name for people that are Rotarians that feel that call for service. So th- those are some of the, you know, the cooler things that I that I think of. And then a- another really important thing is people. 40 and under polio is just a word to us we don't actually know polio um and it's really impactful for me because in our club we had two members who unfortunately passed away from COVID um a husband and wife um Tom and Marie Grant and Tom was a polio survivor um so that made polio very real for me to see the long-lasting effects he walked with crutches um he was a star athlete he was paralyzed. Um, he gained most of his mobility to be back, but, you know, was for the better part crippled the rest of his life from it. Um, it's amazing now that polio to our age group and younger is just a word. We're not afraid of it. We're not terrified by it. And in large part, that's because of rotary. And that's an amazing thing to be a part of. And I fully agree. And you actually allow me to, uh, give a little, uh, history, uh, lesson as, 
I had the opportunity to interview Tom and Marie, oh, one of cool. our original episodes of the podcast. So if anyone would like to go back in our catalog and listen to it and learn more about Tom and, and polio and everything that the two of them uh, did as Rotarians for your club, I highly encourage it because they were just two of the most wonderful people we could ever meet. Yeah, that's amazing. It, you know, over the years, um, Rotary has raised, with the help of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, $950 million to immunize around the world in 122 different countries. Over 2 billion children um, have been vaccinated, thanks in large part to Rotary. It's incredible. Yeah. Kathy, anything on your end that sticks out since we're walking back down memory lane? Yeah, uh, when the club turned 50, they created a newspaper supplement for the Butler Eagle. And it's just jam-packed with uh, all kinds of details. And I'm really glad we have that supplement because um, there was a fire at one point where most of our club's records were destroyed uh, back um, probably more than 50 years ago. <laughs> so having this supplement is great. And what struck me was how our service projects in the area have evolved. One of the first things that the Rotary did um, as a service project when they formed back in 1924, they funded road construction. <laughs> and I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, they helped to fund road construction in the Zelianople area. And then as time went on, they were uh, front and center in building park shelters at the Zelianople Community Park. They built the gazebo. They were really doing a lot of brick and mortar for the town. And now uh, we're not so much about the building, but we're about... Um, direct service to different organizations that serve our community, like the food bank um, in Toto, uh, the Andrew effect, uh, lots of different projects that um, help the agencies in our area. Um, well, heck your meetings are at Blade Run Lutheran services. Yeah. And a bit of trivia there. Yeah. The, the first president of our club back in 1924-25 was C.W. White, and he was um, a principal there, uh, principal administrator there when it was an orphan's home at Glade Run. Wow. So we've, in a way, come full circle in 100 years that um, we're back at Glade Run. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's really neat, Kathy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, well, that you got to read the 50th anniversary supplement. Has there been a project that each of you have worked on, you know, during your time of Rotary that really brought that sense of, you know, this is what Rotary really means, you know, to me, why I do this and continue to be a Rotarian? Um, I'll go first. Uh, three years ago um, at the memorial celebration of life service for Tom and Marie Grant, which was at the community park. Uh, we dedicated a peace poll and that peace poll is symbolic of stating our community is a community of peace. And one of the things that um, 
rolls out of that is we will now celebrate International Peace Day every September 21st. So for the past three years, we've gathered in the park and we've involved the elementary school, Conequinesson Valley Elementary School. We ask the classes to create a poster about peace. And we have all of these posters um, along the walkway when you come to where the program is. Um, I love it because it's interactive. We uh, have a storytelling time where the children can be a part of that. We read a book about kindness. We present a check to the uh, elementary school librarian um, to promote literacy. So we're kind of tying in um, some important avenues of service for Rotary, uh, literacy and peace. Um, and then we end that program with a dove release. Oh. And the, the person with the doves lets the children um, up close and pet the dove, the one dove. And then uh, he plays a song as all the doves fly away. And um, it, it's hard for me to understand how they know where to fly to. But uh, he lives about an hour away from Zillianople. And he said the doves will beat him home. That's, That's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Rich, Archie, any any special project for the two of you? Uh I'll just jump in on the on the park situation. Uh Rotary Club was very instrumental, like uh Kathy had, had, uh, indicated with the park. Uh not only the shelters, but they were indicated with the uh, with the pool and everything else that went on. Uh, the only other experience that I can go back a little bit personally was with the uh, exchange students. Uh, we have a program which we have exchange students from all over the world come to uh, our club and they're here for six, seven months during the school year uh, as juniors or seniors. And uh, we try and uh, let them see the culture that we do have. And it's a good experience for them. I've been involved with that personally with three students. And that was a, that's a great way for youth to not only be in our school system, but uh, socially and, and uh, knowing the culture, visit with our club, tell us about what happens in our country. It's a very enjoyable experience that I personally enjoyed. And Hopefully we'll, we're continuing with that as of today. Yeah, I have a very boring answer for you, um, but it is the honest truth to the answer is my favorite part about Rotary is Rotary. My favorite service project is the next one. It's, uh, it's very humbling to be a part of a group of people who, for the most part, are busy successful, hardworking people who probably have less time to give than most who can't wait to give their time for whatever the next project is. Um, you know, I could go on literally for hours about the park, the benches on Main Street, um, supporting the food pantries, uh, healthy water initiatives, um, you, you know, especially like living in a community, it, it not that anyone does it on purpose, but you just assume the park's there and it's always been there. 
and it just takes care of itself. And, and I'm guilty of that before I joined Rotary too. That's not the case. There's a team of people that give money, raise money, and then give time to all those little things in the community. Most libraries are heavily supported by Rotary clubs and Lions clubs. Uh, the library doesn't just exist. <laughs> it was, it hasn't just been there. Um, it is supported heavily financially by service organizations. And that's the only way these things continue. Um, I, I love our meetings. Um, it's a pain in the butt to get up at 6 a.m. every Friday morning after four long days of work, knowing that I have one more ahead of me and it's just one more thing to do. But just like if you're someone that's trying to get back into shape, like you drag your butt to the gym because you drag your butt to the gym. And then when you walk out of the gym, you're energized, you feel better. It's the same with service organizations. You drag your butt to the meeting, not because you can't wait to get to the meeting, but because it, you're going to be better when you leave. And it's a better feeling. It's a great way to start a weekend. Um, one of the things I did um, as president this year is I took a hard look at why Rotary is dying around the world. Um, and I take it personal and my goal is to give CPR to at least my club, um, and maybe start something that other clubs can learn from. Um, and I talk a lot about how, um, in my opinion, we are dying because we are competing with Facebook. We are competing with Instagram. We're competing with TikTok. They have billions of dollars at their disposal to figure out how to be, um, in front of people more and how to keep their attention. And we just don't have that. Uh, and we just have to rely on um, the people that are here that are doing it with word of mouth and some a little bit of social media advertising um, to try and encourage people to understand these great things don't just happen. And without people getting involved, these great things are gone. So if you have children or want to have children or nieces and nephews and you want them to have parks to go to if you want them to have clean sidewalks if you want them to be able to you know go to libraries just basic simple things we accidentally take for granted these happen by social clubs like this um and i call it a social club because there's other aspects to rotary um you don't get anywhere else um i am a self-taught business person and I owe a huge part of what I know and do to Rotary because I get to sit at tables and share meals, break bread with people who have done it for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And not just people that have done it, people that have excelled at it, you know, and so they drop these little tidbits of information that are just normal talk to them that I'd never have access to if it wasn't for Rotary. Right. So, you know, it, it's those little intangible things that we just have to figure out how to get that information out to people. You know, there's there's lots of people that know they don't want to work for someone, but they don't exactly know what to do. And when when friends of mine tell me about that with their kids, the very first thing I say to them is send them to a Rotary Club, wherever you live, send them there and just start listening. Just, you know. Bring a strong back and and be ready to work and listen. And it's you're going to be led in the right direction. So there's just so many aspects to 
Um, what I love about Rotary, it would honestly be a disservice to say that there was any one thing, even something as simple as serving pancakes in the community. Um, yes. That was kind of my first ever uh, exposure to Rotary. It was just a simple pancake breakfast. And uh, my girlfriend at the time brought me there because her dad was a Rotarian. Um, and I was, I remember just sitting in, um, whatever fire hall or whatever it was. And I was thinking like, this is cool. This is really neat to see the owner of this business wearing an apron, serving the community. You know, it really just shows you a different side of that. And that was, so that was like my, the first time I ever like thought, you know, maybe I could do something like this. Maybe I could be a part of it. And then once you break into that, community you you find that the people that are there are so welcoming and so open to ra raising people up that want to be raised up um i can point to more than a dozen times that rotary has just significantly um impacted my life for the better and i'll i'll just always be so thankful for that oh, and, and i love hearing all these stories because it it kind of gives you that warm fuzzy feeling when you go to a meeting or you do a service project that we all have our own reasons and you you really could be the person out there sharing this for every club because you're right we're, we are on life support and we yep. need we need to hurry up because otherwise we're going to dwindle away here and it, it's not looking good so yeah, one uh, thing I added, which is kind of like the only thing I know, which is anytime something's not as fun as I want it to be, I just add alcohol. So we added a, once a month, we have a Wednesday happy hour at Shoe Brew on Main Street. And it, hey, you know what? You could say I'm uh, misguided or a bad person, but it makes it more fun. <laughs> it does. It does. And a leader once told me it's not always about the nine to five. It's sometimes all about the five you know, five to seven, you know, uh, breaking, you know, drinking a couple libations with friends and yeah, you know, that that's sometimes where the greatest ideas have happened, have been on bar napkins. I will say that. That's a great point. I think there's a couple bar napkins and museums across the country for <laughs> ideas that were sparked. Uh, and, and I would, I, I can't let this go because you guys did something for the community and I'm sure you've done everything to scream it from the rooftop, but uh, the Christmas tree in town this year. What a great addition that was. And yeah. you guys deserve all the kudos for that. And I know some that have helped you with it, but that was a great project. That was Rich's idea. And um, that was his yes. actual president project. So yeah, definitely. And um, it really added so much to the main street and so many families used it as a backdrop for their, Christmas photos. And I only hope that that continues to grow, right? So this was year one, and I'm sure there's going to be some pieces that come along the way. Uh, but I, I think that the community and the feedback from it was just, you know, through the roof. And I, I know there's no proper way of, you know, letting people know, hey, Rotary did this for everyone. But uh, sometimes it's one of those things that uh, we know in our hearts that we did it. And, and that yeah. probably matters more. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's times where I'll, we'll, you know, some 
people at Rotary will bring like older pictures and they'll have like their kids in the 4th of July parade or something like that. And their kids are my friends. <laughs> I think, man, that is so cool to see the history of this town. And my hope is with that Christmas tree that there's a, we saw a ton of families with little kids with that Christmas tree. And I just think how cool when, you know, if we're blessed enough to be here in 20, 30, 40 years, if someone says, oh, look at these old pictures with, they thought they were so cool with pixels, you know, a million pixels. These pictures don't even move or, you know, whatever <laughs> the technology is at that point. Like there's that tree, you know, the staple with the Kaufman Tavern behind it, you know, with their beautiful lights on that porch. It's just, it's just set up for such a great thing. No, it is. But uh, you all deserve credit for that so thank you for doing that and looking forward to many more years of it in town yeah well any last word for our listeners as we've covered a lot today and we know you have this wonderful event coming up on saturday february 17th but just giving you one final thing here in case we miss something Uh, i would just like to uh, compliment rich for his describing all the things that we do and we have three words that cover that. Self, um, above serve, service above self. Those three words will tell you all about Rotary. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and I, um, part of uh, giving Rotary CPR is trying to figure out barriers to entry. And one thing that um, I've heard a lot is people are just nervous to to go to a meeting um they feel as though um it's kind of like um you know the 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 fear in high school where you'd have to sit at a different lunch table or you know when you're in a different group and what i would say to that is it is the polar opposite of what you think it would be when you are new in a rotary club from the parking lot not like in the meeting from the parking lot If you open your door and you're kind of giving the eyes like, where where am I going? I guarantee you a Rotarian is going to ask you if you need help. Guaranteed. (laughs) It's just that's the group of people that's coming in that door. And it's going to be like that. The hardest part of your morning or afternoon, whatever time your club meeting is, is trying to remember all the names of the people that introduced themselves to you. (laughs) It's, It's a loving, open, happy group of people. So if that's what's keeping people away, I'm telling you, just. Figure it out one day, just like the first day you go back to the gym. If you're not happy the way you look, you just got to do that first day. Kathy, any final thoughts? Well, thank you for having us. Of course. And we're, we're excited about our centennial celebration. And as Rich said, we're also excited about the next project that comes along, um, which I think will be our shamrock shuffle race. (laughs) And I'd be more than happy to do a podcast to talk about that, which is taking place on March 23rd in Harmony. And uh, you can learn more about that on our our webpage and Facebook page as well. Well, Kathy, I'll take you up on that. And we'll have you back on here in a couple of weeks to talk about the shamrock shuffle. And I'm sure we might even be on a roll of four or five years in a row of helping to promote the shamrock shuffle. So I look forward to that. Well, I want to thank the three of you for coming on today to share the exciting news regarding your centennial celebration, as well as all of the great walk down memory lane, and as well as uh, promoting Rotary, your club, 
and hoping to get people involved as without us gaining new members, we're not going to be as successful in carrying on the legacy of those that came before us. To learn more about the Rotary Club Zillion Opal or to learn more about the February 17th event, check out the club's Facebook page at facebook.com slash Rotary Club of Zillion Opal or their main website, zillionopalrotary.org. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you you so much for having us. It was a pleasure. For Armstrong, you you bet. For Armstrong and the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. Are you enjoying Armstrong in the Loop podcast? Great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees, just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.